Sean Combs, Puff Daddy, Diddy, P. Diddy, any name you call him, you have to know he is a massive success, an entertainer, an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, a true legend. Let's see where the road started though. Let's go back to 1991, working as a talent director at Uptown Records, helping develop both Jodeci and Mary J. Blige. In his college days, Combs had a reputation for throwing parties, some of which attracted up to a thousand participants. In 1991, Combs produced, Combs promoted an AIDS fundraiser with Heavy D held at the City College of New York, following a charity basketball game. The event was oversold and a stampede occurred in which nine people perished. In 1993, after being fired from Uptown, Combs established his new label, Bad Boy Entertainment, as a joint venture with Arista Records. Taking then-newcomer Christopher Wallace, better known as The Notorious B.I.G., both Wallace and Craig Mack quickly released hit singles, followed by successful LPs, particularly Wallace's Ready to Die. Combs signed more acts to Bad Boy, including Carl Thomas, Faith Evans, 112, Total, and Father MC. The Hitman, his in-house production team, worked with Jodeci, Mary J. Blige, Usher, Lil' Kim, TLC, Mariah Carey, Boyz II Men, SWV, Aretha Franklin, and many others. Mace and the Locks joined Bad Boy just as the widely publicized rivalry with the West Coast Death Row Records was beginning. Combs and Wallace were criticized and parodied by Tupac Shakur and Suge Knight in songs and interviews during the mid-90s. During 1994 and 1995, Combs produced several songs for TLC's Crazy Sexy Cool, which finished the decade as number 25 on Billboard's list of top pop albums of the decade. In 1997, under the name Puff Daddy, Combs recorded his first commercial vocal work as a rapper. His debut single, Can't Nobody Hold Me Down, spent 28 weeks on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, peaking at number one. His debut album, No Way Out, was released on July 1st, 1997 through Bad Boy Records. Originally titled Hell Up in Harlem, the album underwent several changes after the notorious B.I.G. was killed on March 9th, 1997. Sadly, the East Coast-West Coast rivalry would result in two icons being murdered. Biggie and Tupac would sadly be taken from this earth within a year of each other. Several of the label's artists made guest appearances on the album. No Way Out was a significant success, particularly in the United States, where it reached number one on the Billboard 200 in its first week of release, selling 561,000 copies. The album produced five singles, I'll Be Missing You, a tribute to Biggie, was the first rap song to debut at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. It remained at the top of the chart for 11 consecutive weeks and topped several other charts worldwide. Four other singles, Can't Nobody Hold Me Down, It's All About the Benjamins, Been Around the World, and Victory were also released. Combs collaborated with Jimmy Page on the song Come With Me for the 1998 film Godzilla. The album earned Combs five nominations for the 40th Grammy Awards in 1998, winning the Grammy Award for Best Rap Album. On September 7th, 2000, the album was certified septuple platinum by the RIAA for sales reaching over 7 million copies. By the late 1990s, he was criticized for watering down and overly commercializing hip-hop and for using too many guest appearances, samples, and interpolations of past hits in his new song. Imagine that today. Hitmaker has basically redone every classic 90s song. Then you have certain R&B artists whose career was basically created by recreating popular 90s songs. In 1999, Combs was charged with assault as a result of an incident with Steve Stout in Interscope Records. Stout was the manager of Nas, with whom Combs had filmed a video earlier that year for the song Hate Me Now. Combs was concerned that the video, which featured a shot of Nas and Combs being crucified, was blasphemous. He asked for his scenes on the cross to be pulled, but after it aired unedited on MTV on April 15th, Combs visited Stout's offices and injured Stout. Combs was charged with second-degree assault and criminal mischief and was sentenced to attend one day of anger management class. 
Forever, Combs' second solo studio album was released by Bad Boy Records on August 24th, 1999 in North America and in the UK on the following day. It reached number two on the Billboard 200 and number one on the top R&B and hip hop albums chart where it remained for one week before being knocked off by Mary J. Blige's fourth album, Mary. On December 27th, 1999, Combs and his then-girlfriend Jennifer Lopez were at a club in New York in Manhattan when gunfire broke out. After a police investigation, Combs and fellow rapper Sean were arrested for weapons violations and other charges. Combs was charged with four weapons-related charges and bribing his driver, Wardell Fenderson, to claim ownership of his gun. With a gag order in place, the highly publicized trial began. Combs' attorneys were Johnny Cochran and Benjamin Brathman. Combs was found not guilty on all charges. Sean was convicted on five of his eight charges and sentenced to 10 years in prison. Combs and Lopez broke up shortly after. A lawsuit filed by Fenderson, who said he suffered emotional damages after the shooting, was settled in February 2004. Lawyers for both sides agreed to keep the settlement terms secret and said the matter had been resolved to the satisfaction of all parties. Puff also got a lot of shit for a lot of years because Shine was found guilty and it was believed Puff sold him out to avoid prison. Shine wasn't happy and recorded music and did interviews saying as much. Shine is now out of prison, not allowed back in the US, and is now a congressman in his home country of Belize. Combs changed his name again from Puff Daddy to P. Diddy in 2001. The gospel album Thank You, which had been completed just before the beginning of the weapons trial, was due to be released in March that year, but remains unreleased. He appeared as a drug dealer in the film Made and starred with Halle Berry and Billy Bob Thornton in Monsters Ball, both in 2001. For a short period of time, he was he was the manager of Khalees. They had a collaboration titled Let's Get Ill, and he was an opening act for NSYNC on their Spring 2002 Celebrity Tour, and he signed California-based pop girl group Dream to his record label. Combs was a producer of the soundtrack album for the film Training Day in 2001. In June 2001, Combs ended Bad Boy Entertainment's joint venture with Arista Records, gaining full control of Bad Boy, its catalog, and its entire roster of artists. The saga continues, released on July 10th in North America, was the last studio album released by the joint venture. The album reached number two on Billboard 200 and top of the R&B and Hip Hop Albums chart and was certified platinum. It is the only studio album under the P. Diddy name and the first album by Sean Combs not to feature any guest appearances by Jay-Z or Lil' Kim. Combs was executive producer of reality TV show Making of the Band which appeared on MTV from 2002 to 2009. The show involves interviewing candidates and creating musical acts that would then enter the music business. Acts who got their start this way include The Band, Danny DeCane, Day 26, and Donnie Klain. In 2003, Combs ran in the New York City Marathon raising $2 million for the educational system of the city of New York. On March 10, 2004, he appeared on the Oprah Winfrey Show to discuss the marathon, which he finished in 4 hours and 18 minutes. In 2004, Combs headed the campaign for Voter Die for the 2004 presidential election. On February 1, 2004, Combs, as P. Diddy, performed at the Super Bowl 38 halftime show. On August 16, 2005, Combs announced on today that he was altering his stage name yet again. He would be calling himself Diddy. Combs said fans didn't know how to address him, which led to confusion. In November 2005, London-based musical artist and DJ Richard Dearlove, who had been performing under the name Diddy since 1992, nine years before Combs started using even P. Diddy, sought an injunction in the High Court of Justice in London. He accepted an out-of-court settlement of 10,000 euros in damages and more than 100,000 in costs. Combs can no longer use the name Diddy in the UK, where he is still known as P. Diddy. Combs starred in the 2005 film Carlito's Way, Rise to Power. He played Walter, Walter Lee Young in 2004 in a 2004 Broadway revival of A Raisin in the Sun and the television adaptation that aired in February. February 2008. In 2005, Combs sold half of his record company to the Warner Music Group. He hosted the 2005 MTV Video Music Awards and was named one of the most 100 most influential people of 2005 by Time Magazine. In 2006, when Combs refused to release musician Mace from his contractual obligations to allow him to join the group G-Unit, 50 Cent recorded a diss song, Hip Hop. The lyrics imply that Combs knew the identity of the notorious B.I.G.'s murderer. The two later resolved the feud, although this would be confusing as 50 would continue to ridicule and make fun of Combs every chance he got. 
Combs released his first album in four years, Press Play, on October 17, 2006 on Bad Boy Records label. The album, featuring guest appearances by many popular artists, debuted at number one on the US Billboard 200 chart with sales over 173,000. Its singles, Come To Me and Last Night, both reached the top 10 of Billboard Hot 100. The album became available to review on MTV's The Leak on October 10, 2006, a week before being sold in stores. On September 18, 2007, Combs teamed up with 50 Cent and Jay-Z for the Forbes I Get Money Billion Dollar Remix. Many believe this album, along with 808's and Heartbreak and Andre 3K's catalog, helped usher in the, the melodicness we hear in most hip-hop today. In 2008, the Los Angeles Times claimed that Notorious B.I.G. and Combs orchestrated the 1994 robbery and shooting of Tupac, substantiating the claim with supposed FBI documents. We're going to take a short ad break here and get right back to the show. Thank you for listening to that ad. Now back to the show. The newspaper later retracted the story, acknowledging the documents had been fabricated. Dexter Isaac, an associate of record management executive Jimmy Hinchman, confessed in 2012 that he had shot Tupac on Hinchman's orders. In June 2008, Combs' representative denied rumors of another name change. Combs ventured into reality television in August 2008 with the premiere of his VH1 series, I Wanna Work for Diddy. He appeared, credited under his real name, in two episodes of season seven of CSI Miami, episodes presumed guilty and sink or swim, in the role of lawyer Derek Powell. Combs Combs created a rap supergroup in 2010 known as the Dream Team. The group consisted of Combs, Rick Ross, DJ Khaled, Fat Joe, Busta Rhymes, Red Cafe, and Fabulous. Combs made an appearance at comedian Chris Gethard's live show in January 2010 at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in New York City. In June 2010, Combs played a role credited as Sean Combs in the comedy film Get Him to Greek as Sergio Roma, a record executive. An Entourage series representative announced that Combs would guest star in an episode during the 2010 season. Last Train to Paris was released by Combs group Dirty Money on December 13, 2010. The release was preceded by four singles, Angels, Hello Good Morning, Loving You No More, and Coming Home. Coming Home was the most successful of the songs, peaking at number 12 on the US Hot 100, number 4 in the UK, and number 7 in Canada. On March 10, 2011, Diddy, Dirty Money performed Coming Home live on American Idol. On April 18, 2001, Combs appeared in Season 1 of Hawaii Five-0, guest starring as an undercover NYPD detective. In November 2012, Combs appeared in an episode of the 8th season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. On February 20, 2014, Combs premiered Big Homie featuring Rick Ross in French Montana as the first single from his mixtape MMM or Money Making Mitch, which was originally scheduled to be released later that year. The song was released for digital download on March 24th, and two days later, the trailer for the music video was released. The full version for the music video was released on March 31st. Combs used his former stage name Puff Daddy for the album. MMM was released as a free mixtape album of 12 tracks on November 4th, 2015. In 2014, Combs and Guy Gerber announced that their joint album 1111 would be available for free download. A new single called Finna Get Loose featuring Combs and Pharrell Williams was released on June 29, 2015. In July 2015, Bad Boy Entertainment artist Gizzle told the press that she was collaborating with Combs on what she describes as his last album titled No Way Out 2. A sequel to his 1997 album, she describes the music as unique. The mindset is just to be classic and to be epic and to really live up to that. We know it's a tall order, but we welcome the challenge. In April 2016, Combs announced that after his last album and tour, he plans to retire from the music industry to focus on being an actor. On May 20th and 21st, 2016, Combs launched a tour of Bad Boy Records' biggest names to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the label. The documentary Can't Stop, Won't Stop, A Bad Boy Story, covering the two shows at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, as well as behind-the-scenes events, was released on June 23rd, 2017. The show toured to an additional 20 venues across the U.S. and Canada. On November 5th, 2017, Combs announced that he would be going by the name Love, stating my new name is Love, aka Brother Love. Two days later, he told the press he had been joking, but on January 
February 3rd, 2018, he announced on Jimmy Kimmel Live that he had changed his name again and will be using the new name after all. In 2019, Combs announced on Twitter that making the band would return to MTV in 2020. Combs executive produced Nigerian singer Burner Boy's album, Twice As Tall, released on August 14th, 2020. Fortune Magazine listed Combs at number 12 on their top 40 entrepreneurs under 40 in 2002. Forbes Magazine estimates that for the year ending in May 2017, Combs earned $130 million, bringing him number one among entertainers. In 2019, his estimated net worth was $740 million. In 1998, Combs started the clothing line, Sean John. It was nominated for the Council of Fashion Designers of America, or CFDA, award for menswear designer of the year in 2000 and won in 2004. California billionaire Ronald Burkle invested $100 million into the company in 2003. In November 2008, Combs added a men's perfume called I Am King to the Sean John brand. The fragrance, dedicated to Barack Obama, Muhammad Ali, and Martin Luther King Jr. featured model Bar Raphael in its advertisements. In early 2016, Sean John introduced the brand's Girls Collection. Combs is the head of Combs Enterprises, an umbrella company for his portfolio of businesses. In addition to his clothing line, Combs owned two restaurants called Justin's, named after his son. The original New York location closed in September 2007. The Atlanta location closed in June 2012. He is also the designer of the Dallas Mavericks alternative jerseys. In October 2007, Combs agreed to help develop Ciroc vodka brand for a 50% share of the profits. Combs acquired the Enichi clothing brand from Liz Claiborne for $20 million in October 21, 2008. Combs has a majority equity stake in Revolt TV, a television network that also has a film production branch. It began broadcasting in 2014. In February 2015, Combs teamed up with actor Mark Wahlberg and businessman Ronald Burkle of Yakupi Companies to purchase a majority holding of Aqua Hydrate, a calorie-free beverage for athletes. John Cochran, former president of Fiji Water, is CEO of the company. In 2019, Combs became a major investor in Play Versus, which provides an infrastructure for competitive gaming in U.S. high schools. The company was also backed by Twitch co-founder Kevin Lynn. Combs is the father of six children. His first biological son, Justin, was born in 1993 to designer Misa Hilton Brim. Combs had an on-again, off-again relationship with Kimberly Porter. Their relationship lasted from 1994 to 2007. He raised and adopted Quincy, born in 1991, Porter's son from a previous relationship with singer-producer Abby Shore. Together they had a son, Christian, born in 1998, and twin daughters, Delilah Starr and Jesse James, born in 2006. Sadly, Porter died of pneumonia on November 15, 2018. Five months before the birth of his twins, Combs' daughter Chance was born to Sarah Chapman. He took legal responsibility for Chance in October 2007. Combs founded Daddy's House Social Programs, an organization to help inner-city youth in 1995. Programs included tutoring, life skills classes, and an annual summer camp. Along with Jay-Z, he pledged a million dollars to help support victims of Hurricane Katrina in 2005 and donated clothing from his Sean John line to victims. He has also donated computers and books to New York City schools. In 1998, he received a Golden Plate Award from the American Academy. Academy of Achievement. Chicago Mayor Richard M. Daly named October 13, 2016 as Diddy Day in honor of Combs' charity work. In 2008, Combs was honored with a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, the first male rapper to be so honored. In 2014, Combs received an honorary doctorate from Howard University where he gave the commencement speech for its 146th commencement ceremony. In his speech, Combs acknowledged that his experience at Howard University positively influenced his life. In 2016, Combs donated $1 million to Howard University to establish Sean Combs' scholarship 
scholarship fund to help students who are unable to pay for the tuition. Diddy also opened a preparatory school in Harlem in 2016. Now let's go over Combs' filmography and discography. I will not be going over his production credits because I would be here for 16 years and still not discuss everything he's touched. First was Made in 2001, Monsters Ball in 2001, the 2005 MTV VMAs, Seamless in 2005, Carlito's Way, Rise to Power in 2005, The Raisin in the Sun in 2008, CSI Miami episode, Sink or Swim in 2009, Get Him to the Greek in 2010, I'm Still Here in 2010, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia in 2012, Draft Day in 2014, Muppets Most Wanted in 2014, Can't Stop Won't Stop a Bad Boy Story in 2017, and The Defiant Ones in 2017. The last two were documentaries. No Way Out in 1997, Forever in 1999, The Saga Continues in 2001, and Press Play in 2006. I don't think I could ever accurately describe everything Diddy has done or been a part of. He has been an active participant in social justice for many years. He started a record label that rang in the East Coast for the 90s, a clothing brand that did the same. Diddy is consistently in the top five richest entertainers and has made truly classic music. Diddy's production year has been at the top of the game since 1991. There may be someone on equal footing, but literally no one better. Thank you for everything you've done for hip-hop, the culture, and everyone you've come across. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hip Hop History. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review if possible. You can follow us on Instagram at Hip Hop History Pod. Thank you, and have a great day.